0: Welcome to the Locker Room Guys podcast. I am Red Mamba, joined with Mr. Lou and Coin, and we're going to talk a lot about college basketball today. By the way, we are starting a bracket challenge. We're going to make it the world's biggest bracket challenge ever.
1: Bigger than and, ESPN.
0: Yeah, on ESPN. Hit us up for the link. but uh, I'm I'm alert, It's going
1: it's to be bigger than theirs on the tournament challenge thing.
0: We're going to shut the app down, but anyway, winner take all $5 entry and winner gets a free Jersey paid for by us three. So a Jersey of your choice has to be college at all. Let's keep it within the brand.
1: I mean, we can afford to pay because we get so much money from this podcast. So
0: yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's about time we give back to our community, but let's start off with our AP polls. Kind of interesting. (laughs) because this last week was absolutely wild, and that's because we're in March. So I guess you got to expect that. But I'll start off with mine. Top 10 teams right now I have one Gonzaga, two Kentucky, three Arizona, four Auburn, five Baylor, six Villanova, seven Kansas, eight Arkansas, nine Tennessee, and ten Wisconsin.
1: Wisconsin?
0: Was After they lost
1: to Nebraska today?
0: Well, they they already won the Big Ten title. They're like, fuck it. Like, we don't care. Still. I don't, just it's not a lose championship, loss that 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 championship level team. That's Here's what you get the Big team. Ten, though. Like, shit teams are going to beat you.
1: I mean, that's fair. But no, Nebraska, no. there's no excuse for Nebraska beating you.
2: There's some lower teams None. that don't can't beat you.
1: Anywho, other than mine, um, uh, Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, Auburn, Kentucky, Villanova, Kansas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Providence.
0: But uh, Providence is in a cupcake. Well, they have a cupcake division title, they're
1: at, they're at 10. <laughs> well, I, there's like no team that should be 10 other than them they deserve it
2: you think providence just a nice number
1: 10 yeah they're 9 10 they're not nothing special but they won their conference and they're uh, three losses so and that's that ain't no cupcake conference joe
0: yeah but that's fucking villanova's title so
1: oh yeah yeah it is i mean villanova's the best that's why i have villanova at six higher than them Yep. All right.
2: So my top 10 is pretty spicy. Spicy. (laughs) All right. So I have um, Gonzaga at one, Arizona at two, Baylor at three, Villanova four, Auburn five, Kentucky six, Kansas seven, Tennessee eight, Arkansas nine, and I have
0: Duke at 10. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God, we finally got him to come to his senses a little bit. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about Duke. Congratulations, Tobias Terrace. About time you punish your fucking team for being dog shit. Wait, Joe, did you have Duke? Did you have Duke? No. I still I think they're- totally forgot about Duke.
2: I don't want to talk about it.
0: Well, that's going to be the first team we're going to talk <laughs> we'll about. To-
2: We're going to talk about Duke
0: versus UNC, the biggest biggest headline of the week, of the fucking year. Everybody is just on their knees sucking off Coach K all fucking year. Comes down to brass tacks, playing his rival at his stadium, brings all of his alumni over to just praise him and everything, and he gets beat by double digits to the North Carolina Tar Heels, who are absolutely fucking dog shit. Congratulations, Coach. Coach K. Way to walk out with a bang. I would North say it's
1: a good team right now. What do you say? Well. North Carolina is pretty good.
0: I, I would say
2: North Carolina is bad, but we also beat them by 20 at their place, and yeah. Duke is a way better team. And honestly, I don't blame Coach K for this loss. I completely blame the players. How do the players let this happen?
1: It's not the play it's, – it, it's Coach K because – He's the one that put all the fucking pressure on the players by making it all about himself all year, saying well, how, it's have- his, how it's his retirement tour. And then what other coach has done did what he did and had his whole entire alumni basketball team show up against the rivals North Carolina, which anything can happen, and they lose. It's like how how much pressure you put on the this Duke team? It's like it's crazy. They it's like you put so much pressure on these kids. To win for your coach, it's like unbelievable. It's more than – it's more pressure to win this game than a national title. I thought that, yeah, it's like – it's cool how it was North Carolina.
2: Like, his last game is North Carolina at home. But it's also – like It is also the worst possible game you could have done that. You play North Carolina, the biggest rival in almost all of sports. And yeah, like, you're –
1: gonna- like we said this, it can go either way, that rivalry can. Any game, it does not matter. And it's
2: literally it's literally a game too where it's like they hate each other. You saw it in the like the line. Like they even after this game, they're like, Okay, yeah, phenomenal job, Coach K. But North Carolina
0: also fucking hates Coach K. Yeah, like you guys are yeah, fucking missing something him, though. Luke, what does pressure do? Two things. What does pressure do?
1: Yeah, burst fucking pipes Make or makes diamonds.
0: Yeah. So, like, I don't give a fuck. He's putting all the pressure on these kids. They're going to have it anyway. Like, I realize not, not that's a ton of pressure, much, but...
1: it's it, This game, if 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 Coach K wasn't, like, it wasn't all about him, and it, it was just a normal game against North Carolina, and they already won their conference, it's like they already won their conference. This game should just – you should go into this game and be like, okay, we already beat North Carolina once this year, so uh, – Worse, we split, and we already won our conference. So who really cares? I mean, it means a little bit in the rivalry sense, but not really much. But now you just throw on top of it. you have to win because the whole entire alumni that ever played basketball is at least tuning in, or half of that. Like I told Logan today, it showed. Um, Dean Smith's last very last game was against Duke. He got no nothing, no special treatment or anything. Or at nothing like this, and they beat him. Roy Williams, very last game, uh, like regular season game was against Duke. And what happened, you just a normal game, they beat him. So, Duke, like, if you're Coach K, you don't, you just go in there, probably pressure on these kids, but like, it's all about him and shit. And then they lose. It's, it's like, it's just, why couldn't he just have a normal season? I know, but
2: and I just think hang like,
1: it up like every other coach.
2: No, okay. So, I think he like, I think he kind of like, okay, he deserves a farewell to her, but not as, like, a college, like... Yeah, not to the extent what he did, I feel like. NBA is way more like, if he was, like, an NBA coach and he was doing this, it'd make more sense because those NBA guys are
1: evolved, like,
2: totally okay. But when you're doing it to, like, college kids, like, if you have to win a game for a coach who's been there for 42 years and possibly the greatest college basketball coach of all time, arguably, that's easy to say, and... Now you're making all
0: these little kids go out there and just – they fucking putting, signed up for it, though. I mean, like, almost, no, well, Apollo I, and AJ, they're like well, – yeah, They didn't they sign Duke up
1: for – th- They didn't sign up to have the whole entire history of the Duke program come down to one game. What they fucking they like. knew going into years old is what was going to happen. Is, they were carrying the weight of the whole entire 40 years of Duke basketball. Into one regular season game that means nothing, and, and then, like that's also, so dumb. You can't like understand history. their kids. They, they put like they play, play basketball. But... Go, Logan.
2: Oh, all I was gonna say is like it's a history of literal like, it's like one of the best schools. The forty years,
1: ever, yeah,
2: ever. Like
1: the forty years of Duke basketball or Coach K's, it, uh career at Duke was literally all put into this one game. If they didn't win this game, it just like destroyed, but not destroyed what he did, obviously, because what he did was incredible, but it just feels like this was the game where everyone's back there. It's Nat. It's the, there's might've been so more people here that, than the people watch the watching this game, than almost the fucking final four or some games in the tournament. It's just what this game meaningless game turned into like the biggest deal ever for Duke and it's like if you're Paolo and Trevor Keels and Wendell Moore aging the whole team it's like why we won the we won the division already or the conference already that which hasn't been done in 11 years they had not won the regular season so they already accomplished what no other team has done in a long time at Duke and now they have to do this so it almost like squashes what they did all year
0: mm-hmm. just when like, five years from now, when we look back on Coach K, though, I feel like the only people that will be like, oh, yeah, but remember that last game at Cameron? Like, the only people that remember that. Everyone's
1: uh, going like, to remember this.
0: But well, when me, you when you say Coach K, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, remember when they fought No,
1: like, I guarantee every, there's going to be so many people be like, remember when he had that farewell tour and he lost, like, his last – No, there's –
0: What then you can be like, like talking about remember his fucking five titles?
1: There's – no, Joel, obviously that, but there's going to be people that are talking about this forever. I swear, I guarantee. Well, it. they'll
0: be comparing like haters. Are,
1: hate, okay. Haters are going to bring this up for ever. North Carolina. And there's a lot of them. Get this. Yep. North Carolina fans will never forget this game. Ever. I sw- about- this is, this is one of the biggest games in their North for North Carolina. But like you said, it's fucking meaningless. It in their face. It was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Until, until Coach K decided to make it all, all about himself shot.
0: and, like, do
1: all this. And now North Carolina's, like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to have your whole – like, how disrespectful is it really? It's kind of disrespectful North Carolina.
0: Yeah, and North like Carolina should Doing, like, the, having everyone show up, like, like it's almost a guarantee win. They should get the right to cut down the nets after that win. Like, yes, just some nets exactly. of the court. Just be like, they're going to – this North
1: Carolina, you use this game for leverage against Duke fans, just to shit on them forever. Sucks.
0: Well, but anyway, moving on. To I just Duke. Love Let's talk about another huge headline that goes on along with our podcast. Alabama, the fucking curse is on, baby. Where you at now, you fucking idiots? Jelly JQ, oh, your positive turnover to assist ratio. Where the fuck did that go, buddy? Welcome to this curse that you're never gonna be able to break because you guys suck balls this year, and you're not gonna fucking beat anybody. Congratulations, Alabama, you messed with the wrong fucking team.
1: Wrong podcast.
0: Yeah, well, we're a team. But... I mean,
1: they're 0-2 since 0-2 since we put this curse on them. Yeah. it's... <laughs>
0: Jake, you like pass the other dude. Fu- there's
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that is so funny because I just love it. I didn't know we had this power. Like, you opened you. I don't know. And another thing, we I'm aside from Alabama, Colin Castleton is not going to make the tournament. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we uh, got some power. Yeah. We got we got some powers on this podcast.
0: Well oh, yeah, and shout out Oscar Sheboy for absolutely making Colin Castleton his bitch. Like Florida's been giving people trouble all year, but they walk into the swamp, take care of business. Kentucky, Big Blue, I mean, staying hot. We're fucking. I mean, I can't be more happy to be sporting Kentucky right now.
1: Yeah, I mean LSU though in this Alabama game is they show they played so good. Uh, Easton he's a monster. He got a. I think it was in overtime, got down one, 76 77, gets a block into. He blocks a three point shot from, I don't even know where he came from, but he got, he blocked it, runs down, makes a layup, they go up one, they get a stop, and then they shoot free throws and they win by three.
0: He's a fucking menace. Hey, but uh, by the way, I mean, uh, if we're sticking on that like, LSU he's going to be. So, Javon Quinterly. Four turnovers, one assist. Now let's go to the Texas A&M game where they lost by fucking 16 at home. They lost to Texas A&M by 16. Let's see what his stat line was here. All right, Javon Quinterly off the bench, two assists, five turnovers. Good job, buddy. It's like, what was that, nine to three turnover ratio in his last two games? Wow. Congratulations yeah. to fucking with the wrong people. Shout out Butterfinger, the way, by the way, you idiots. You signed the biggest bust ever.
1: Because it's a turnover since he decided to block us is one to three. Yeah. That ain't good. That ain't good. That ain't, negative. that ain't good. I mean, I know it's only two games, but negative. One to three is horrible
0: like, just losing to Texas A&M by 16 at Good home. Good for you, though. The next game after he blocks us, that is just so satisfying. Did that not tell you anything? Does that not tell you something? <laughs> Don't mess with that us. Oh, what we
1: bring to the table. We ain't fucking around here. We ain't fucking
0: around here. Not at all. But another two teams in the SEC that – I mean, are on a roll right now. Arkansas and Tennessee, they played. Tennessee wins 78-74. to 74. But I think in the last two Arkansas games, we kind of – like, Arkansas versus LSU, Arkansas versus Tennessee, we're kind of seeing that J.D. Note like, is human. Like, he still put up crazy yeah. points. He shot, like, six for 20 or something. Like, he scored 20, but he shot six for 20. I mean, he he's taking kind of dumb shots. I almost feel like he – Feels a need that he has to like just be yeah, the man at all it. times, but I mean, still they barely lost to Tennessee at home. Tennessee's a great team, and then they had that huge win versus LSU. So, I mean, yeah, I I still like your uh, Arkansas right now. It's just that JD No Tate might not be Jesus.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I think Tennessee in their last. Two weeks are three against like really good teams. They beat Kentucky, Auburn, and Arkansas, and then also lost to Arkansas. So, three and one in those four. If you tell me they were going to go three and one in those four, I think you, I mean, I think that's an unbelievable accomplishment. Because, I mean, two and two would be really good. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have said on a you're roll right now, though. I would
0: have said you're higher than draft pussy because that Tennessee, I was so against them. It was insane. But I mean, they're fighting like me there. Bro. Yeah.
2: Well, I knew Tennessee was going to win this game going into it. It just kind of <laughs> lined up perfectly, you could say. Like Arkansas is hot, and they go to tough plays at Tennessee. I just
1: figured it was going to be Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee plays really well. Has been playing really well at home. Both teams. Uh, you at home is it, tough. They're undefeated at home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're undefeated at home. So, yeah, no, they're really they're really good. Uh, going to the tournament, they're going to be tough just because like they play such good defense
2: hmm that's why I like them
1: right now. Yeah, like, like it's not like a Texas Tech situation where, like, defense is really good and their offense is, like, not very good at all. It's like their offense is pretty solid, pretty solid and competent with their defense. They're, like, a better version of Texas Tech. Like, if you're just yeah. looking at defense and offense, well, like, obviously Texas Tech's uh uh makeup of their team is a little different just because they're all big and tennessee's kind of not like that but if you just look at their offensive defense it's similar there's like a better version i agree with that
0: speaking of texas tech let's talk about uh the big 12 here so i'm just gonna rattle off just how the top teams have been doing i mean baylor they're staying hot i mean they're pretty much healthy just no lj crier and they're like they're winning good games um now let's say kansas they lose the tcu at tcu turn around play them again at kansas just barely seeing going out which i mean we fucking love tcu sadly they couldn't pull up pull that game out but i mean kansas kansas then uh who else we got here to talk about i mean kansas versus texas goes in overtime kansas covers the spread that was just absolutely wild that was just a call from god like being being like just sad for me. He's like, "Listen, Joe, like you're on a fucking cold one right now. I'm just going to give you this game." But yeah, I mean, that's how the Big 12's going right now. And Iowa State still sucks absolute dick. So, there you go. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Iowa State is so bad. I they're lucky they had a good start kind of to the season otherwise they wouldn't even be close to making the tournament i think they might make they might play themselves into like a 10 seed which is bad because like before this week started or last week they were like a seven and hoping they could get to a six if a couple teams lost and they maybe won but they they're playing themselves right into like a 10 everyone everyone in the big 12 is kind of playing themselves out of seeding right now other than uh Baylor, Baylor and Kansas, I think they're going to be right around 1-2. But everyone else like playing themselves out of their seeds that they should be, that they could be.
2: Well, I just think it's funny how Iowa State literally scored 30-some points in a game.
0: Against Oklahoma State, they scored 36 Oklahoma- points. Oklahoma State, and it was
2: at Hill and Magic.
0: Yeah, at Hilton, where everybody, I mean, Iowa State fans think it's literally Disney World, where all dreams come true but then you have Oklahoma State walk into your arena and absolutely spank you. Just absolutely boxed. spanked. They had a total of what, like 80 or 90 points? It was I unbelievable. Think...
1: <laughs> <sighs> Iowa State fans, got a lot bad. Level. Yeah, I was like 90 so like, fan. I don't know. It, I don't know what the fuck happened to them, but actually I do know what happened. They don't know how to put the ball in the fucking hoop. Yeah, that's how you win games is putting the ball into the basket.
2: You can't in college basketball, you can't have one guy carry you. You gotta have something. And they have one guy.
1: Yeah, it's impossible. That
2: is that is it. That is all they have on offense.
0: Well, I mean, it's so fun. What like we can transition to Big Ten basketball here, but it's so fun watching Iowa State just absolutely have no pulse on offense, and then you turn on Iowa and then like their last I don't know, like two months, we're just lighting up scoreboards. It's just so awesome. It's unbelievable, actually.
1: Yeah, I told I said that I said Iowa since Perkins has been starting, which I can't remember how many games it's been. I mean, they've been like top five in offense and defense.
0: They were number Crazy one in man. offense and five in defense
1: since Perkins. Yep. Uh, started. Yeah. So it's like it's crazy. We got a lineup. And I was talking to Logan. I was telling Logan this today. Tucson's coming off the bench, which is nice. And Bull Hannon starting at the point because I mean he he he's already did his sophomore and freshman year. He was he was a monster running the point. And then he goes to the off ball and he sucks. So I mean it's just awesome. And then you can bring in some defense off the bench with Tucson and like heeless and shit. I just love the what they they figured it out and they're rolling uh sent since uh, February that we have one loss. I mean, yeah,
2: even a guy who absolutely fucking hates Iowa has had to defend them so much recently because Iowa is playing out of their fucking minds. I don't know how they're doing it, but fuck, they are. They're winning games, and they're winning a lot of games. They're winning a lot of games by a lot of points, and I never would have guessed it. After they lost Iowa State by 20, I was like, this season's going to be fucking hilarious.
1: But now they're
2: fucking we We're winning.
1: supposed to be really bad. Yeah, they're fucking rolling. Yeah, because yeah, what happened before that Iowa State game, we lost to Purdue, Illinois, Iowa State three in a row, and it's like that's two conference teams then a rival. It's like that's not good. It's not what we want. And we're we're actually sitting pretty good in the Big Ten tournament too. With um, we got the four, so we get the double bye, and then we. So we play Rutgers if they beat whoever wins the first round game. Blah, blah blah, and then we get Wisconsin, which I'd rather play Wisconsin over Illinois or Purdue in the tournament.
2: Yeah, I'd rather play Wisconsin out of a lot of the teams in the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. In I still don't know. Is a
2: bit tough, but... I just don't know like how Wisconsin is good. Like I know they're winning and stuff, and they win the Big Ten too. It's like I still like question I that i still am sold on them i'm not and they won the big 10 but i'm still like not fucking sold at all on what they're doing
0: let's just talk about the big 10 though just how unbelievably inconsistent i mean even just this past week is like nebraska is like right there with Iowa' is, like the hottest teams right now like nebraska just beat ohio state and wisconsin and then yeah, you man.
1: have one in a row, all on the road
0: Then you have Purdue at home, like, barely sneaking out versus Indiana. Michigan State is a shit show. Uh, Michigan just got beat by 10 versus Iowa at Michigan. I mean, oh, Illinois. I mean, they're losing. Ohio
1: State's falling apart.
0: Wait, who oh, yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, they – Ohio mean kind of falling apart. Yeah, it's one of them teams that lost to Nebraska. I mean, it's just the entire Big Ten just forgot how to play consistent basketball.
2: They all just, like – and people like, oh, we just beat up on each other. I mean, other. look. At, like, Nebraska shouldn't be beating up
1: on each other. Yeah, no, like, I, I think I said the deal, I was like, the Big Ten does not help each other out at all it, as listen, a conference. Like, it's like, you want to your conference to represent well, and we just beat up on each other and make all of ourselves look bad. Because, like, then, also, yeah, Nebraska comes in and beats two ranked teams at
2: their place. It's like. What the fuck? Like, how does – Nebraska's
1: been absolute Mm -hmm. all year. Yeah. I love it, though. We just beat up on each other, and it's, like, it's so fun because you never fucking know any given night who what what you're getting out of any team.
2: That's why Big Ten teams can't be ranked high all year because they just fucking lose to each other. So they all sit around, like, the same ranking. They'll, like, get high, and then they'll lose again. It's, like – and this team replaces them up there, then they start losing. This team comes back, and then they just whole fucking cycle.
1: It's hard to go on like any kind of win streak. Yeah, unless you play like fifteen home games in a and, row. And it's like the thing is, it's not like we're talking how that we just beat up on each other. None of us are good. Like they're good. You're playing good teams still. Yeah, so that's still why good. you can't get a win streak because every time you get like a little stretch of like bad teams, you got a powerhouse coming to your place, or you got to go to somewhere like at Purdue, or you got to go to Wisconsin or something. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Anyway, speaking of a conference that likes to beat up each other also, Big East News. (laughs) So, anyway, we have Creighton, who beats UConn. Like, what the fuck? Providence loses to Villanova. That's two now. Providence, they just have a better record than Villanova so with less games. Like, Villanova has more wins, but – Providence. They take the Big East title regular season anyway. i love to see this Big East tournament. It's going to be probably our favorite tournament to watch. Am I wrong?
1: 100%. Uh, it's always the best because it's in Madison Square Garden too. And it's just a bunch of teams. The Mecca.
0: The like Mecca people. of basketball. Yeah, exactly.
2: And Cardiac Kemba happened there too. <laughs>
0: Cardiac Kemba! That's yeah. one of the greatest calls of all time. It is
2: the greatest, not probably not the greatest, but it's damn near close up there.
0: But I mean, anything you guys want to say about the Big East Uh,
2: (laughs) is the best team in the Big East? That's all I gotta say.
0: Yeah, uh, Ed Dixon, we hit on that. Ed Dixon in that uh Villanova game, like, I mean, for going up against Nate Watson, he had a hell of a game. And I'm like, holy shit, the bowling ball is out, the bowling ball is getting strikes, you could say.
2: He's blowing a
0: fucking 300. Yeah, it's, and then what's his like, nuts? Uh, Caleb Daniels off the bench got a 20 piece, I believe, if I remember yeah. correctly. I believe so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a bunch of shot makers. I just love I love them so much.
0: I love their little trio.
1: It's so Bill Noble cool. is just like Villanova basketball in general. Like I already I have been saying this all year. How much I fucking love watching Villanova play basketball. You got to. You have to.
0: Well, I was saying they have Gillespie, then three free safeties. And then a bowling ball, and they're just, just works. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's I hate
1: it because I was like looking at the bracket. I will, we'll do that like later, like who we get, think we're gonna win, who's gonna win and stuff. But I wanted St. John's make a run, but if they beat win first round. They played the uh, Villanova, so that's what I said too. I was telling
2: Carson about that. I was like, St. If John's,
1: champagne hot.
2: I said, if champagne gets hot, St. John's. Could win you a lot of money if you put that – you bet that one.
1: But to go through Villanova is going to be tough. Not going to happen.
0: But, yeah, I guess then the last conference we have really to talk about is Pac-12. And uh, shout-out Drew Peterson. Couldn't fucking beat UCLA this time, buddy. Uh, Yeah, 75-68 to UCLA beats USC at home. I mean, I obviously would have loved USC. UCLA to absolutely beat the brakes off these guys. Cause USC, I just treat them like scum. I mean, if they just never played basketball again, I would gain so much sleep from it, but yeah, I mean, US- UCLA pull it out, I guess. So good for them, but Arizona, they are just so far and away better than everybody else in that conference. It's, it's just insane. Like earlier this week, Arizona beat US- USC 91 to 71. I think it was at USC also, just absolute piss pounding.
2: The funny thing about that was, yeah, it was, no. was it was ninety-one to seventy-one, and I had the under. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: I wanted to say about that game. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not even close. To how good, how much, uh, like head and shoulders above everyone Arizona is. It's crazy. It's like – it's not even it's, – it's Arizona. The drop-off after that is ridiculous. And then it's USC, USC – USC, USC, UCLA are, like, right there, and then it's just everything else. Conference of Champions,
2: So
1: The
0: Conference of Champions. There's got to be, like, shout seven. Out, shout out three. Bill Walton. The they're getting biggest two teams ever. in the tournament.
1: They're going to get – no, three exactly. teams. Three teams they're going to get in the tournament, and he thinks they should have, like, nine. Conference of
2: Champions deserves at least eight teams every year. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I don't, I don't know. oregon beat Agreed. all three of the top teams except arizona right
1: yeah. oregon's not making the tournament though unless they make a run unless they win their the only there's three teams that are making it for sure in the big in the pac-12 and maybe another if if someone else wins the tournament yeah which, which
0: like
1: so oregon's happens. just playing themselves out of it at this point they just keep losing
0: no, but I seriously like to think that if you add up every game in this Pac 12 tournament, that US or that Arizona will have an average point differential, have at least like 15 points. Yeah, like that's the
1: thing with Arizona, they pound the bad teams they play. Like they fucking smoke them except for Colorado most of the time.
0: <laughs>
1: Obviously, you're not gonna demolish every team you play, but like Cal, they just beat by 30. Cal basketball. Awesome. Um,
0: yeah, basketball.
1: USC was uh, – yeah, I mean, we talked about that one already. Then they lost Colorado. And then Utah, they smoked. I mean, Oregon State, They like they just smoked teams that are not even close to their level. Keep
2: in mind, too. It was at USC.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's wild. But they're coming coming off a loss at Colorado. It's like there's no fucking way in hell they don't d- destroy these guys.
0: They literally it, just
1: fixed them. It was a 30 at one point.
0: It's something about Arizona where they go from that desert heat and they go into that like beach kind of weather and they just fucking love it. Holy shit, do they light up that scoreboard when they enter the state of California?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, they, I don't, yeah, they, how do, yeah, they love it. They love the big,
0: the big city, big LA, everything like that. Yeah, they're just rock stars.
1: <laughs> they're rock stars.
0: But anyway, I mean, yeah, that's. I think we went over everything for all the conferences and all that jazz yeah but anyway moving on end. though since we're not 100 certain on the upcoming games luke is going to ask us our players of the year right or something like that
1: yeah like the awards because like that's what they do they do each position and then we'll do like player of the year too but uh we'll start point guard obviously the five finalists were our Colin Gillespie. Andrew, Colin Gillespie, Andrew Nemhard, Severe Wheeler, Tiger Campbell, James Akinjo. And I think uh, no one other than Colin Gillespie should even come close to winning this award. I mean, you could argue with Nemhard, but I like Gillespie. Just he's the best point guard in the country. Me next. second? All right. Yeah, I'm going Colin
2: Gillespie. Didn't even have to think about that one. That's all I got to say. It's Colin Gillespie, best point guard in all of college basketball.
0: So if severe Wheeler didn't get hurt, he would have had a cakewalk. Shout out Nem hard though. Young Nem, why you trapping so hard. But yeah, Colin Gillespie, I can't even argue that because Luke and Logan, they're both, or Lou and Coin, they're both point guards themselves. I'm kind of like a point forward, but I mean, I don't have the expertise of the entire position like they do. And uh, yeah, I can't argue with Colin Gillespie. He's a bucket.
1: Yeah, I mean everything he does for that team, just crazy. Take him off that team, they're nothing. He is obviously so- that's like any of these point guards. That you take off. they're a lot worse. And any of these players, I'm gonna say, but like Colin Gillespie, just how he runs the show, it's oh, perfect. ridiculous. Um, next shooting guard, shooting guards so Jerry West Award. It's Benedict Math. Thrin, um, Ochai Ogbahji, Jay Ivy, Johnny Juzang, and Johnny Davis, and I don't think it's gonna be even close. Johnny Davis should run away with this. I totally agree with that. All these,
2: all these guys though,
1: these guys are fucking. That is a great five
2: people right there. But yeah, I it's, think, it's tough. I think for what um Davis does for his team, especially, you have to give it to him. So I'm gonna go Johnny Davis.
0: Back, shout Back out pack
1: packs the hell out of them.
0: Exactly. Shout out Benedict Matherin, unbelievable season. Oshai Baji, like, yes. for almost a whole year yes. was, like, a number one, number two contender for National Player of the Year. But Johnny Davis is just – like, until you watch Johnny Davis, you never really, truly understand how good he is, and he's just yeah. unbelievable.
1: He's just a shot maker. It's crazy. He creates create his own shot anytime he needs to. It's like an NBA – talent out there just because how he can create a shot it's awesome and considering they're supposed to finish 10th in the big 10 and they win it like you can't argue with that like it's that's a and it's all because of him I obviously agree. wall is pretty is stepping up big time too but giant i hate i don't want to keep saying this but like because i hate the argument take him off their team but like that's part of the why their team's good but for this situation take giant davis out of wisconsin they're fucking awful and, and all these team. other teams could will still be solid. Um, so that's two sweeps, I think, and yep. then Julius Irving next. Some um, small forward. I talked to Logan. Logan's gonna have a hard time with this one. Um, <laughs> I Jung Lee. I don't even know how the hell. Yellow's name. Uh, Davidson guy. Uh, Wendell Moore, Ron Harper Jr., Julian champenny and Jami Haquez, and I think it's Champagne just he's the best player of these five. That's what I'm going with for this award. I mean, he's the I by far I think the best player of these five. And just the shot shot making ability again is off the charts. And he wills that St. John has seemed to a lot of upset wins and wins in general. <laughs> See, I love just about every single one of these guys, which is the problem. Jennifer but – Because he's a UCLA. Yeah,
2: Hacquez is, like, the guy like, – <laughs> I,
1: like, like I know, guy. I like Hacquez, but, I mean, compared to, like, guys – Compared to, like – like,
2: If I – like you just what? said, the best yeah. one is Champagne. So, I, I think, like, I think he deserves to win it. But Ron Harper
0: is the clutchest player in all college basketball. What's of his name? everyone in college basketball, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at earth. You better hit it. I want Ron Harper. That's my guy. I'm pa- <laughs> Julian Champagny. I mean, fuck. St. John's, I want to like you so much this year, but I can't. You literally made it like almost damn near impossible. So I'm taking Ron Harper. Ron Harper from the Rutgers made them somehow relevant this year. Just cold-blooded. You slice them open, and it's just ice cubes (laughs) pouring out of them. He, Ron Harper, he's better than his dad. (laughs) What a fucking
1: jeez! What a! I've never uh, him
2: talk about Ron Harper ever. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, go crazy.
1: (laughs) Big shot, their big shot though this year is right, like right on with that tape. No,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna ask you one thing: Have you ever seen a Euro step? Full court shot to be the number one team in the country. I mean half court.
1: Can't say that I really have.
2: I saw no, I haven't. I saw <laughs> Desperate do it for you and I, but it wasn't a Euro step or whatever his name was. It was pretty much a Euro. Yeah. But
0: Ron Harper. And
2: I'm so, I'm not trying to offend him for his build or whatever, but he's kind of like he's a little bigger set guy, and he just
1: yeah it's is, he is. Is he <laughs> the-, the ladies love it. No, Joe. So, he should be down low. So, Bullying if you asked, guys. If you asked
2: me, you gave me a picture of the five starters on Ruck, on the Rutgers. And you said, which one is the most clutch person on this team and scores the most points and is the the reason why they're good. I would pick him last.
0: Well, then you just have no idea what talent looks like. Joe,
2: so, I've, been, I've been on the <laughs> Rutgers side more than any of you guys. And I love Ron Harper and we can't forget about Gio Baker though he is also on that team you awesome.
1: look at is Gio Baker 30 five. years old
2: he is
1: he's, okay. okay i mean logan you look at any of these five guys like you look at never seen basketball like you know what basketball players look like you know that you never seen any of these guys play basketball before. hami hakez like there's no way he's any good Oh, that's um, right. uh, because Harper, Zachary, he has, he has um, curry
0: disease that's why
1: <laughs> i mean
0: the the ones that look like players
1: are Wendell Moore and Champeny. Though, like these guys can fucking ball. Obviously, they can, but it's crazy. Uh, Ron Harper is killing it, but I still think Champagny is one of the best players in the country. Wait, so would, that's why I like him. Would David Roddy,
2: Would Davey, would David Roddy Rich be like
1: able for this
0: award? He plays like fucking. He's center like a Ron Harper.
2: Another. No, but the thing or is to a team. He, is he the plays seventh. like everywhere. Like, look at look at the two. Yeah, I know exactly. I was thinking of it in my head when I brought up the Ron Harper thing, but when you watch him play, he's the biggest guy on their team. So when they put the big guy. The other team will put like their seven footer on him because they have to. And he'll catch it like in the post or like short post, or, like on the wing. He is so fucking fast for how big he is. <laughs> he was that so bad. He should be up for this award if this would be his position. He is so fucking good. I watched him play He's Boise not State. not for yesterday. any of them, but. He should be. I watched him play Boise State, and he yeah. was 65. <laughs> He's
1: a monster. Uh, Boise's out of state. He's a fucking linebacker.
2: That's what he Boise's
1: is. Um, anyway, we'll go to the next one. Carl Malone, power forward. This is going to be easy sweep. Uh, Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, Paolo, bon- bon- Paolo Boncaro, Chet Holmgren, and EJ Liddell, and it- it's Keegan Murray, it's Simon Close. I, mean, I don't really know if I have much to explain with that. He's just a monster. I'm gonna take Paul I'm just
2: kidding. I'm fucking with you guys. I'm taking Keegan Murray. I think he's um actually the Player of the Year, and so he's also my Power Forward of the Year. He's just a um, like what he does
1: is crazy. It's shoots 55 percent and has not been stopped yeah. once. Twenty-three for maybe game, eight or nine boards. Two of a lot. Iowa, I mean, is way better than what we are supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like the same explanation with Johnny Davis. So, if you want my explanation on Keegan Murray, just rewind, like, a couple minutes ago. But, yeah, he's cold-blooded. Yeah, but Joe. Sucks
1: to say it, because, like, Jabari's on there, but.
2: Yeah, but, like, also, like, Joe, if you take away Keegan, then Chris would just go crazy.
0: Which is going to happen next year, so I'm not worried about it. Yep, Chris, Chris Murray and Jordan Bohannon are gonna light it up next year. <laughs> Jordan Bohannon, he <gave> was <laughs> <us laughs> back.
1: <laughs> um, last one, center. So Kareem, Sweet. Oscar
0: Sheebway next. Oscar Sheebway. Don't, don't even, don't uh, even name the fucking players. It's Oscar Sheebway. It's not even fucking close. I want to hear the candidates. I'm gonna I list because them, it doesn't matter.
1: I know, I know what we're all gonna say. Uh, but anywho, Walker Kessler, Adam Snow, go, Drew Timmy, Kofi Coburn, and Oscar Shebwa, and yeah, like Joe said, it's Oscar Shebwa. It's not close.
2: Um, I'm gonna
1: go with Mark Williams. <laughs> Give me Philip Ribracha. Give yeah. me, <laughs> yeah, no. I think. Mean, I want him. She was averaging a double double by a lot of points. I mean he's top two in, in uh actual wooden award. So there's no reason why me. he shouldn't win this when the other guys up for wooden award are not in this position. So it's to she way. it's not it's not close. Yeah.
2: It's I think the she- all these
1: were pretty much close That's that's
2: Tishiway, but I'm not gonna say it.
0: He just fucking did. Oh. <laughs> so basically yeah if we had
1: a team of what we said we have Gillespie point guard um Johnny Davis and then you get Ryan Harper wait who'd you pick for the Irving one Logan Dr. J
2: I took Champney.
1: Champagny so majority vote we'd have Champagny um Keegan Murray and Way, And I think that team would beat uh, the, the Rockets in the NBA you know. if Mark Williams.
0: No, they would and beat the Rodney Rockets. Rich I swear to God, it. I'm that confident. They would. David Roddy Rich would be enough. Cool. And you think about this
1: team. It's perfect. Gillespie is doesn't even need to do anything but be a, the best true point guard ever. And then Johnny Davis is already an NBA talent. Julian Champagne is already an NBA talent with how he gets buckets. Keegan Murray is already an NBA talent. And then Toshiwe is a monster too. NBA talent already. Sure. Like all these guys are clear. All these guys games are going to transfer great to the NBA. Every single one that I said, uh, maybe not Gillespie, just because that's kind of what it seems to happen with really good guards and shit that stay a lot while, but. Other, I still think he's a he's going to be a beast, but yeah, the other four, it's like they're they're already NBA players. It seems like.
2: I think Mark Williams would fit our team better.
1: I think you're. I you're think stupid. it should be
0: illegal so, that you don't have to wear a helmet everywhere you fucking are at all times.
1: And oh, uh, I guess we'll do the wooden award too. Now there's fifteen, but I'll just kind of. List the top couple, I think, which it's not in order, but obviously it's Toshibwe, Keegan Murray, Johnny Davis, um, Abaji. I think that's really kind of it. Yep, Kofi, and then I kind of everyone else. But yeah, uh, I know Joe's is I know Logan is Keegan Murray. Which who the hell would have ever thought that? But I
0: Actually. I'm gonna pull
1: for my my guy Keegan, so because I mean Iowa got I like Iowa. They're my team and. How awesome would it be if we get a back-to-back player of the year?
2: I think I think he is the player of the year. And I, Joe, Joe, are you taking the Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: he would. Wait, my fucking sister's coming. Somebody else talk real
0: quick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, so oh, Oscar DeShiboy. I am a massive rebounds guy. Which and... to the
1: Murray does is not even a
0: center. <laughs> but I, I obviously love Keegan Murray. If I have, yeah, good... I know.
1: I know, like, it. you would probably, if like the sheboy wasn't up there, you'd be having Keegan Murray with uh, on a landslide. Yeah, it would you, not obviously.
0: even be close. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you're an Iowa guy, so I, yeah.
1: Okay. okay. But if you, if you want to continue, here's why I think, to, or, look and go. Yeah. Did you already talk about Murray? Right really? Let's see what we
2: What? This is why I think Keegan Murray is – I think what he's doing is honestly more impressive in my eyes. Averaging 24, shooting 55% from the field with eight rebounds as a non-big. And the 56. defense – What? 56.6, almost 57%. That 56.6 as a non-big is – wow, that's impressive. And you're averaging 24, 23, whatever it is, carrying an Iowa team. I do believe he's carrying an Iowa team. Also defense, yeah. rebound. Blocks everything. I I think by I honestly really do think that Keegan Murray and I hate to say this should be the player of the year.
1: And I like I agree because for the sense yeah like you said he is literally dominates every game. Obviously Tashibai dominates every every player in this list dominates every game (laughs) we they play. So I mean that's not really like a thing you really should we can say. But how he does it night in night out he he can guard one through all right two through five with no problem just how he is and yeah I mean look at the stats to be the guy on Iowa say what you want about oh he forces shots he shoots 56 percent from the field Johnny Davis I mean, is 40 and 30 38 from three so I mean it's just like what he's doing and I, I said this I think this Iowa team has a way better chance to make a run than last year's Iowa team just the makeup of the team because your best player rather than being just a guy inside that you feed every time obviously Garza was unbelievable His best player to play at Iowa it's not even close but what Keegan Murray brings to the table is 100%, 100 times better than like more versatile than what Garza brings to the table and I think this that's why I think this team with King Murray has way better chance to make a run and what he's doing is unbelievable
0: hey if you're he's... a recruit out there and you get an offer from Iowa let's let's consider this now because I mean, look what they do
2: yeah, the craziest
0: craziest arena in all of college basketball <laughs> you can come to our wrestling gym and score I mean fucking 25 a night if you want to I mean we're Fierce stud will give you the ball.
1: Yeah, like look at how Fran is like still. You, we know every team knew last year where the ball was going. The focus of the offense, everyone knew where it was going. And if it wasn't him, it was Wieskamp. It was that's it. Pretty much that was our options. And he still dominated every single game and dropped at least 20 again. What I don't know was a stretch was where he had 20, whatever for Garza. I mean, and this year again. Where the hell's the ball going? Every just about every play. What's it for? Keegan-, Keegan Murray. And he still manages to do it. I mean, how Fran is able to do that? Every like draw plays up, call plays is unbelievable.
2: No, and the thing with Murray, too, is like you I saw it today in the Illinois game when I was watching it because I hate watching Iowa, obviously. But he like, he'll get the ball he'll get that mismatch on him because it's not hard for him to get a mismatch kind of because of how fucking, you know, big everything he can do. Yeah. So as soon as he gets that one bad mismatch, he he posts up, he steals the guy, they throw it over top, easy layup. He gets in there for the second chance points, scores all those, because he had how many times where he would run in there, get the rebound, just put it back in. And the thing is, you can say like, okay, Johnny Davis and Keegan Murray kind of have the same objective, which is to like score for their teams kind of. But Johnny Davis shoots forty four percent from the field when Keegan Murray is shooting fifty six, mm-hmm. which forty four is
0: still really good. But Luke, yes. uh, have you noticed every yeah. Iowa game we get wide open shots like a lot? Yeah, and like, it doesn't matter of we if we make them or not. But I swear, like, like every time you turn on Iowa, like we get really fucking good shots. Like and it
1: and not just like the rest of the guys. It's Keegan Murray is wide open from three a lot. A lot, yeah. And how is that possible when he is top two play for player of the year in the country? It's, it's ridiculous how open he can get. And I, he, and like, like he played cop our high school, like an hour away from us. So like we, we knew who he was before all of this. He was a point guard at Prairie and he was like, what, six, six at the time as a six, five, him and Chris it was- point guard, point guard, shooting guard. It's like, He's literally – if he just grows, he's going to be a point – he's going to be, like, obviously not Kevin Durant. I mean, let's not be crazy, but that's, like, the build it, like, it looks like, you know, being a six yeah. nine guy that can oh. drill and shoot. Like Jabari. Yeah, like Jabari. It's just, like, that's similar. But the thing is with him, he plays better defense than Jabari. Just yeah, because – He's good of a shot.
2: Those are the guys you want on your team, the tall, lengthy guys who can just make shots because that is, like, how the fuck do you guard that?
0: No, I think think Chris – or Keegan Murray almost has, like, a Mellow build, if you know what I mean, like, but taller. Like, because Mellow's kind of, like – I don't – I can't – I get that, yeah, like, thicker. Yeah. A little little, bit thicker. Okay. Well,
1: it's like – the thing is with, I think, him and Jabari. I mean, this – I don't think – I think this is one of the – a great take, and it's not, it's has a great chance of being true. It's like the at worst, they're a good three and D, and the, they're gonna be an awesome three and D guy, that like, because they can knock down shots and they can play good defense, and they're big.
2: I but think Jabari is gonna be a yeah, fucking I mean, stud. I'm just
1: saying like at worst, a good three and D, so like drafting those yeah. two is gonna, gonna be a very safe option
0: for your team. Well, they're the, positional, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. positionless, yeah, positionless, and Yeah, which makes, like, a perfect 3-and-D player.
0: Yep.
1: B.J. Tucker, for example. Uh, he's a lot smaller. Uh, the corner like a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could talk about uh, – if you want to talk about uh, tashiway too. I mean, you can go a little rant of him if you want, Joe.
2: Joe can.
0: Yeah, All I mean, right. All right. For how much he grew in his mid range game is unbelievable. Like that free throw line jumper is cash money, like every time. I mean, if he obviously he's like only gonna get better. And I think I'm a huge believer that rebound is effort and like I guess knowledge. And he's just (laughs) a fucking rebound magnet. Like every I said, his like ceilings, Draymond obviously he's not a fucking dribbler and like as like a facilitator like Draymond, but like he can be like a. I don't want to like, they compare they, anybody to Dennis Rodman, but, like, Rodman was a small big too, and, but he just, like, was smarter than everybody and knew how to get shit done. Like, just play defense, fucking got rebounds. But, like, Toshibue can stretch, like, not stretch a floor, but, like, at least if he's, like, open off, like, a pick and pop, he's going to fucking hit it. Like, I I know he's, like, undersized. He a lot of people are like, rebound. oh, he won't translate to the NBA, but honestly, like, just for how much he's grown, I think he can easily you know find a role where he like i think his ceiling is definitely like just a really solid role player but i mean i think he'll be like really fucking good at what he's good at and i think that's all you can ask for from him
1: i can see like uh i mean like andre drummond kind of like he's like he's 10 but it's still like it's not like big, but it's still pretty big, and you can still get bored. Like he's a monster on the board. But Andre like Drummond's an like
0: absolute liability yeah. when he's not in that like charge circle. Yeah, no, I yeah I know that. I'm just like
1: that's like a little thing. I, to average 17 and 15 is, and shoot 60% is like ridiculous, especially at Kentucky where you're playing the in one of the best conferences in the league. It's like it's awesome, and he dominates games, and yeah, no, he's killing it. For sure. Especially being an undersized guy. And I hear stuff like he, he might come back next year.
2: I could see that.
1: Yeah. I can definitely see that coming back. I,
0: it, I, it all just depends on where his like draft projection yeah, exa- is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it, but I, yeah, I heard rumors or not even like rumors, just people like saying, yeah, he could definitely come back. It's not even close to being out of the realm of possibility that he comes back it, to Kentucky and that's gonna be unbelievable for them if they him his back team. next year. No first stage
2: Everybody always leaves right away.
1: So if he can fucking stay, especially a player of the year, like yeah, winner. I mean, it's it's gonna be similar to Garza for Iowa. Yeah. He gets runner up and then he comes back and we're top ten team all year.
2: Top that's five. different.
1: obviously Kentucky's gonna have more talent around him than Garza did. Garza yeah. did. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're going to be – if he comes back, there's no reason why they will not be preseason number one next year. I think
2: they will, too. Unless
1: oh, – no, because
2: Gonzaga is going to lose everybody. It, there's,
1: lose. I don't think there's a chance if Toshiba comes back that they don't come be number. – they're not number one because uh, number they, one. all they'll lose is Ty-Ty, I think. Because
2: – Baylor's staying one.
1: Like, I don't know why. Because Baylor's going to, Grady, yeah, Grady's Grady. gone. But I, the the thing is with Kentucky is it's next man up, next freshman up. That's what they do.
0: And they guard, they're guards. to recruit, other bench.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: Kentucky has
1: see, is great for guards. Kentucky will always have good guards. If you're need a guard, if you need a guard and you're late in the draft, first round, middle of the pack, you draft a Kentucky guard. Kentucky guards are nuts in the NBA. It's I mean, death taxes like, it's like a Kentucky guard is gonna turn out.
0: Kentucky fast. Kentucky produces insane fried chicken and just really serviceable point guards.
1: But like
2: they have scoring point guards. Go on, on.
1: Um D Book is a guard, he was unbelievable, obviously. Darren Fox turned out awesome. All these guys were a little later, like mid-round. Uh, Mid first round, so I mean, D Book, Aaron Fox. I'm just like off the top of my head, uh, Diallo is like solid, uh, shy, um, Tyrese Maxey, Emmanuel Quickly, Tyler Hero. All these guys, like, just continue, are beasts in the NBA, exactly. It's a factory over there at Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah,
0: what? Well, uh, anyway, does that wrap up our episode?
1: Uh, yeah, I think tournament. so.
0: So, since we have tournament uh, to play, I mean, I gonna imagine turn? we're going to have a game like or a tournament insight like episode instead of a draft. I mean, are we down for that?
2: Oh, yeah, that'll work then.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: so on Wednesdays,
0: yeah, on Thursday, Wednesday. we'll have like an insight to every conference champion or conference tournament for you guys. Should be great then obviously we'll swing around on Monday, have another episode for you guys, but huge news. Or yeah, I think I said this at the beginning of the episode, I forget, but we're doing that tournament challenge. should be awesome. Tell your mother, tell your dog, tell your neighbor, hop in. It's only five bucks and we're giving away a free Jersey winner. Take all. should be a great time. Uh, Winner. will also get like a segment on here to just brag their minds out. Hopefully it's me, but uh, yeah. Uh, Anything else?
1: Yeah, know I just want – it's going to be awesome. Like, yeah, we get enough people. You might think, like, five bucks, like, obviously I, five bucks is a great price considering it's not much at all. Every, everything else is going to be ten. We're doing five, and that shit's going to add up and add up and add up. So if we get everyone in and you get a free jersey and we're – from us, any college player you want, so.
0: And if you are Enjoying a pansy – if you're a pansy – That thinks, oh, I'm never going to win this. I'm not wasting five bucks. You forgot what month you're in because it is March and anybody can win in March. So
1: anybody, you don't have to watch a lick of basketball all year and you will have no problem.
0: No, I mean, I guarantee some dumbass You'll have the same odds as any cats you'll have. Yeah. Like honestly,
1: if it's not one of us three, I hope someone that does not know college basketball wins this for their sole purpose that it will show that anybody, anything can happen in March. And it don't matter how much you watch college basketball, that it just March, March Madness bracket is not an easy thing to fill out, whether you know a lot or not.
2: That is why it's so loved, because everybody can just fucking come in and fill out a bracket. It doesn't doesn't fucking Mm -hmm. matter.
0: Like, don't. You could almost describe it as like madness or something like that. I don't know. Like, that's just March? I just pulled that like out of my brain. I don't know if that's like a, you know.
2: We should start calling it like March Madness. Should we spread that around.
0: Yeah, it's really good alliteration. I kind of like that. Yeah. But April that's awesomeness like would be fucking sweet too. <laughs> April awesomeness. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, just tell everyone if you listen to this and. So things to be awesome all right but thanks for listening you guys take her easy
1: all is tipped. there you are you're for your life you're a shooting star All those years
0: no one knows it's just how hard you work. but now we're in one shining moment, you reached his hand. In one shining moment, you knew you were alive. For the
1: beat of your heart, through the wind in your face, it's more than a contest, it's more than
0: a race.